I'm ready now. I'm ready. <laughs> what's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Um, thanks for noticing, uh, yeah, the, the new Thomas Kincaid. I don't understand, though. So I walk in and Jack has a new, what looks like a gicle print on his <laughs> wall of... The, the Cinderella's castle. Uh-huh. T. And Swan out there. Look, this it, is, this as is I looked rainbow. at it a little bit closer, there's a rainbow. There's But there, the thing that's a dead giveaway is that there's dapples of light on the grass and on the rocks, which is a hallmark of Thomas Kincaid. I can't believe that you were like, oh, well, that really looks like one of his. And I was like, like, who's thinking that you're going to say Walt Disney? You're like, Thomas Kincaid. I live. You just know, like, it's niche what each of us know, and together we make more nicheness. Well, you know, when I lived in Seattle, there was actually a Thomas Kincaid shop in one of the malls where you could go in and buy. They only sold Thomas Kincaid's. And you know what I heard? It's so fierce. I heard this from another podcast. I think I heard this on Throwing Shade. His works are priced according to how much he's involved in it or how yeah. much light is painted into it. Because he's called the painter of light. Work. Like, that's the speciality. The painter of light. The well, on the back of it, it does say, you know, this is to certify that this is Thomas Kincaid. Jeremy and I went out to Fire Island because mm-hmm. Neil Beasley, mm-hmm. Bees Knees, of the Trisha Brown used yesteryear, um, is, bat, is visiting from Portland and is out in Fire Island. So I um, had messaged Darren Jones, an artist and art critic who I had met for maybe all of five minutes. Hey, I see you're on fire Island. Can I come stay with you? And he was like, yes. And I, I, and it was, he's wonderful. I love Darren. His writing, his writing about art is really great. His, his own art is really great. And then he, it's him and this, uh, man, Kirby Congdon, who is a poet, um, and he is, and Kirby is 92 and has been out on Fire Island since 56, had his partner of 43 years, who's now deceased, um, uh, and they met in like the early 60s, was black, ex-military, and they had a 43-year relationship together. I just, it was Can really... you live on Fire Island in the winter? He doesn't. So they also had a home in Key West. Is that a thing? What, living? Yeah. I don't know if you can live there in the winter because I think the ferry stops. Some people must just stay. Maybe I would really be like, what's going on with your pipes? Because it's really, you know, you're on a sandbar. Like you're on, you're not like on a, it's it's an island. It's kind of an island like in this way, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's a real, it's goodbye. And I went to Fire Island for my first time last year. I know. I was I was gearing around to that that we all went and you saw nothing. Like we literally walked off the boardwalk, yeah. pitched pitched a pitched umbrella, a pitched a tent. <laughs> well pretty much. We ended up getting as two soon umbrellas. As I saw one old nude man walk by, I pitched a tent. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that that phrase. And um uh, and, and we were out there, but you didn't get to walk down and see, like, the Belvedere Castle. You didn't get to see all the, like, the sea shanty homes that people have. You didn't get to see the Sunken Forest. You didn't get to see the pines. I have no regrets. You, you're all right just staying on the beach, <laughs> on the, beach the yeah. whole time. I saw my friends. We saw a fox. Oh, the fox was amazing. Ama- we saw a family of disgusting deer. Yeah, that's true. They're all really diseased We saw there. some mediocre food. 
Uh, yeah, we did. We had some mediocre food. We yeah. broke some umbrellas, for uh-huh. sure. Uh-huh. Well, the wind. We didn't break it. The Bro- wind broke it. The wind it. broke them. The wind, the um, wind knocked them around. And I got burned. You sure did. I was like, how did that happen? And then Jeremy said the reflection of the sand. Mm. That the light can reflect from the... And I was wearing that zinc. You it was because I was... also spend a lot of time in the water. Did I? Yes. I don't feel you like I was You went three times. The... But, like, just for ten minutes each. That's all it takes. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm just, you know, snow white. I didn't put any sunscreen on my back. Wow. And you didn't get burned at I all. I not. Huh. But you kept a shirt on the whole day as oh. well as kind of, like, draping all the towels over oh, your head and down your body. Super uh-huh. covered burka yeah. head to toe. Yeah. Head to toe. Yeah. Yeah. But anyhow, they gave us this because Jeremy flipped out about the, it, about the, you know, this Thomas King Because his interest painting. in Disney. Because of his interest in Disney and kitsch and craft. I mean, it's really just printed on a canvas and then even the canvas is just stretched over that wood. And um, so he, they, on our way out, they were like, you love this. So here you go. It was on their wall. Uh, no, it was on the floor, like, you know. <laughs> it was in a pile of garbage. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't. It was, it was on, it was, like, sitting on the floor. I don't think they'd put it up yet, because they're like, how will this go in here? They're like, you're welcome to any of that. You can have that old, empty can of tomatoes. It wasn't, it that. wasn't quite as much like going to your mom's, where it's like, what's that down there? And she's like, you want that? <laughs> she's um, like, those are some African beads, and that's a broken umbrella. You can have whatever you yeah, want. Totally. <laughs> We have to go back. I want that broken umbrella. Um, What did you do yesterday? I slept. I slept a lot. Mm -hmm. And then I watched the movie Fort Tilden. Is that another war movie? No. it's Because a lot of people were going to the beach yesterday. So I thought I'd watch a movie about going to the beach. Okay. So it's a movie about these two young girls who live in Bushwick who Mm. go, they try to get to the beach. Oh, is it funny? It is funny and so depressing. Is it like a girl's episode? Because it sounds like It one. is like a girl's uh-huh. episode, but long. And like, uh-huh. John Early's in it. Oh. He does an incredible thing in it. Where this girl, one of the girls who's one of the two girls is like, oh, oh, so he plays one of these three boys who's a gay boy who's like, they spend all their time with this straight boy uh-huh. who's like hot. So uh-huh. they're all like in love with him. Right. They're like his harem of like queers. Uh-huh. And so they go to the... It doesn't matter. You have to watch the movie. Okay. But so John Early is talking to these girls and he's like, so what are you doing with your life? And she's is like, this on the beach. They're oh. at Prospect Park before okay. they go to the beach. Okay. The whole movie's about trying to get to the beach. Got it. It's uh-huh. insane. Yeah. yeah. So they're talking to John Early and, and, and she's like, um, oh, well, I'm going to join the Peace Corps. And he's mm-hmm. like, where are you going? And he's like, a friend of mine went to like Portugal. It was so fierce. And she's like, oh, I'm going to Liberia. And he just goes, no. And she goes, no, I am. He's like, no, no. And that's all he says about it. He just says no. John just sort of like shuts it down. He's like, no, no, you're not going to do that. It's amazing. Um, But it is funny and it is tragic. This movie, my God. Well, I should um, watch it. You should. It's about like lost millennials. Mm. Mm. Lost. Um, I had a doctor's appointment today Mm. with a doctor I really like, but Mm -hmm. he... Several months ago, I remember being in an appointment with him, and he always does things where he, like, touches your calves. Oh. and touch- When he's talking to you? It's always, he's like, okay, why don't you go get on the exam chair? Uh-huh. And then he reclines it, and then he touches my calves, uh-huh. and he touches around my neck, uh-huh. like here. Uh-huh. 
and feeling then, for like your lymph nodes or I something? guess. I don't know what's in no, the calves. No, it's the calves. Yeah. Always the calves. Hmm. And then a few months ago, he goes, so you're like, he's like, how old are you now? You're like 40. <gasps> and I was like, well, not, I mean, clo- getting there. You <laughs> And then today he goes, we were talking about poops. And I was explaining to him about how poops are. And he goes, he goes, welcome to 50. <gasps> Why? I was like, really, I really wish that you would have been like, yo, you need to slow your roll. Like that is like out of control. Are you just trying to like ruin my life? That is like so in tongs. Welcome to your 50s. Mm-mm. And I was like... This, Mm-mm. I mean, he must, this must just be hyperbole or something. This can't be. Yeah. Are we going to see, is there any dance that we're going to see anytime soon? Oh, did you get Brianna's message? Yes. Bree's coming into town. Should we go see yeah. her in... Pina Bausch. Yeah, in um, Cafe Society. Just kidding. Cafe Mueller. <laughs> um, we have to go see her in that. We should have her on the show. Yes. When she's here and be like, how is it? Yeah. How I is... Maybe she's still having fun. How's for her... Well, it's always sounded intense. I mean, they rehearse in a windowless, oh. emptied out theater in... I really hate windowless spaces. It's I a... work in one every day, but I You do. You know. totally do. You literally work in a dungeon, and yet it's, like, not your thing. They, I mean, the, the, it's in, um, Bausch's, it's Frankfurt? Is that where they are? No, Wuppertal. In Wuppertal, right. And it's a old theater yeah. that they rehearse in that that so you're inside that's it well germany lights. has all these like incredibly famous dance companies that are and then you sort of realize what city they're in and then you're like wow that's so sad right it would be like if some if there was like some really well we don't have famous dance companies but <laughs> i guess we don't have famous theater companies we don't have anything like that it'd be like if a move like if movies were based in like omaha exactly we Except really we love um, omaha I did love it when I was there. I really, it was so, it was kind of like a return to my Midwestern roots without, without that. I, I, what did I right. love about it? I loved. It'd be like if New York City Ballet was like, we're relocating to Rochester. Can you imagine? Literally. I don't that, think I've to Rochester, but, and those cities went, are like. I that. went once to Rochester because Why? I, I was doing, I was auditioning for Eastman School of Music. At, at when? Like after interlocking? At, during interlocking. Oh, okay. My senior year. Okay. I went ice skating while I was there. Did you like it? Rochester? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a dump. Right. But... And you knew then, too. You were like, I don't want to live here. No, I also didn't get in, so. So it all worked out. <laughs> it all worked out. <laughs> but now, I mean, we're trying to, you brought up last week of like, how are we going to leave the city before it gets, before it turns too crazy. I do have this fantasy of like waking up Mm. in the morning and I'm in like a small, clean wooden box of a house, Mm. sparse, Mm. with a a great kitchen. And then I I put on my coat and I put on, I'm still wearing my pajamas. I'm wearing full night shirt. Uh I put on my coat and I put on my boots and Mm. I walk about 30 feet to my beautiful sun-drenched studio Mm. which is a barn Mm. and then I I I have a drafting table and I like paint a picture to just warm up for the day (sighs) and then I like you know I do a little bit of work I have to maybe do a phone call or two Uh, ideally an intern would come in and do that stuff or they're in the city I have management can you imagine well, what a and, dream. Well, I mean, and you know, seeing Liz and hearing about like they've got their she's now has like a new she's with um Cedric. 
Cedric Andrea oh, is, is now managing her, her manager. And but so Did she I ever tell you that story about Cedric? Yeah. I don't know. About how I was in Geneva and I was like walking down to get on the train and I heard someone go, read! And I oh, thought, yeah. this is impossible. There's no way someone can be calling my name in this garbage city. And then I like turned around and Cedric was sitting there and I was like, this is my, I've levitated. I don't know what's going on. He was there because he had left his laptop on a train or something and someone who, from Geneva had found it and called him up and then he just like got on the train came to Geneva Europe I know do you know what I mean I also do live that you were like there I was in Geneva this garbage place oh. it's so good that I mean I feel like people are like oh I, I just want to take a trip to Geneva right nobody wants to skiing. take a trip to Geneva no 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 no, no. Oh, but isn't Geneva like you go up in the hills and like sing and you, you go for a ski or no. you know, I don't know what goes you on go, in Geneva nothing money oh okay just banks is Geneva where you were where you said all they have is clocks they have watches, uh-huh. chocolate, and banks. Okay. That's it. But I thought you said clocks this one time. Sure. Was Geneva where you were when Trump was elected? Yes. Ugh, and you were so... Bad memories. It was so intense, and we FaceTimed right away. We FaceTimed that day, and, you know, in the morning when Trump had bad. won. It was bad. And you were like, this is bad. However, you walked me through the costume building. Oh. it's That's the thing with what you were saying about, like, oh, Pina Bausch is in, like this dump city and then there's this mm-hmm. and this dump city I mean this was part of what Darren Jones the artist art critic who I was staying with in Fire Island and I were talking about it's just it's because arts just aren't it's just not an American thing it's just not a thing here and it's becoming less I was talking telling Jeremy about Balanchine and Lincoln Kirsten and Graham and Lincoln Kirsten because Lincoln Kirsten also helped Graham oh, because okay. Catherine Cornell who is Lincoln Kirsten's wife who's an mm-hmm. actress uh, loved Graham, loved, loved it would have Graham in common be like, I remember there's a story that Graham wrote about, about Catherine asking for her advice when she was playing Juliet on Broadway. You know, can, we don't even have theater stars anymore. Like, those people would have been, like I said to Jeremy, Who's a like, theater star? Well, I said, so in the past, that would have been like Marion Seldes. Uh-huh. And then after that, you know, the kind of next generation of, there's some people between that, but I said to Jeremy, I was like, do you know who Cherry Jones is? And he yes. does. You do, but you're slightly different. Thank you. But however, Cherry's been Sorry. in like, wow. <laughs> well, you know, you're consistent. The but Cherry's also been in all, film. That's what I was saying. But right. I mean, in film was something that, I mean, that's an all about Eve. Jeremy, that, she's on Transparent. Do you watch that show? She's the the, te- the lesbian teacher of Gabby Hoffman. I think isn't, wasn't Cherry Jones who they based like Eileen Miles, but sort of Eileen Miles. Who's Eileen Miles? She's the... I would say a feminist? she's a famous poet. Oh. Uh, poetry. I mean, talk about people even know less. Don't care about it. But Catherine Cornell, it's like, that's that's over. Like, that time of people not being in a film and being able to be on Broadway. I mean, we should really be saying this in front of Jen, because... Oh, this is a whole topic on Touche. It's like we'll bring you it have up to, like, Jen. get famous Absolutely. to get a part on Broadway. Whereas in the past, there was, you know, theater stars. Right. And there was... And I was explaining to Jeremy how Martha Graham would tour around i mean and we what do you mean like this is pre so martha graham i I mean more in her it was in her 40s when she became known and jeremy was like what do you mean known when was she ever known and i was like actually when she did primitive mysteries this is all pre 
um, Hawkins, mm-hmm. uh, when it was just her and all of the women, she was she became known during Primitive Mysteries Lamentation. Was Merce like, before Eric Hawkins? Mm-mm. No one was before Eric Hawkins. He was the first man. The first man. And then the torso. And then as they Merce came, and then after that, Paul Taylor. Uh huh. Well, I think. And Paul was pretty close. Merce and Paul are pretty similar in time, right. actually. And Paul yeah. actually had like a stint with Merce, I believe. Uh-huh. Before, well, Paul, but then he like did his own thing. Paul and Merce left Graham, and right. I mean, Merce was like, "I'm going to keep making <clears> dance." But Paul's first thing he did was not dance at all. It was him standing behind. I think he's standing, and a woman is sitting on a couch on the floor, and the curtain goes up, and that's all you see for like a while and the curtain goes down oh. it was his first piece away from Graham was a non-piece so it was right. a man standing behind this couch with a woman and it looked like they'd either had a fight or were about to have a fight and that's all they didn't move and the curtain came down which um, Louis Horst who was right. I mean who would really Graham would, said he was the wall that she grew on or flung herself against uh-huh. um, and he, he was a critic I believe at the times at this point and he, uh, for his review of it, he just left an, a blank. He didn't write anything. I thought that was... He gave was... the title, and then it was just a blank uh, review. I feel like that story is also for that piece that John Cage wrote that is just like three movements of silence. Maybe I'm, I'm mixing up the two. I think you're mixing them because I'm pretty sure... Right. I'm, I'm really sure I remember sure reading that about that. that. I mean, this is all like when I was like 19 when I was reading these stories. This is I was all... In my Ooh, oh, she's here! Yeah. Saving us from dance history. I'm going to tell our audience what's happening. Go ahead. Okay. Jen Harris is here. Okay, Jen Harris is here. <gasps> Famous actress. T. Host, incredibly. Of, host of Touche. Host of Touche. Touche. I feel like we end up talking about every talked episode. About almost I'm really every happy podcast. you mentioned Touche. By the way, by the way, Jeremy was really sweet. He goes, you know, I feel like I want to give Jen money so she can have a baby. And it was so sweet. He said, because, you know, I don't want... So yesterday, you remember Liz Santoro? Oh, sure. So she's (laughs) such a good... She's amazing. So she lives in Paris now. Right, because she used to be in your early work. Right, she was in my early work. pieces of her. And now she has, like, Bank living in France. With her husband, right? With her husband, Pierre. Bank. Compared to... Us? Us, yes. Maybe. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm not... Compared to us, we... That's all... What else are we supposed to compare to? That's true. And in terms <laughs> of making true. dance work, she's funded by the French government to make it. So, yeah. Oh, it's Christ if she almighty. has like a an operational budget. That's it's fierce great. and that great. doesn't happen here. But she had this baby and the baby loved me, fell asleep on me, like cooed at me, laughed. Is that the Babies one that was on your social me. media like recently? Yes. That baby was a face. So I didn't put it to my regular Instagram. I only did it as an Instagram story because yeah, I feel I posting story. photos with babies is low-hanging fruit. Yes, so it is. I don't do it. 
But I will put what it on my mean? Instagram story. What does that mean? So, like, if I, like, what I is? don't post, like, shirtless it's photos. Too easy? It's easy. I try to, like, have everything be a little hard, clearly. <laughs> I can really. I say I but mean, when I was with this baby I was like oh to she each lives their own but I respect it right I respect it I'm just it's because Jamie Devine remember Jamie yeah and so Jamie Devine mm-hmm. early yeah. on in my social she's media she's not dead by the way and no she's not she just lives in San Francisco <laughs> she's gone she's gone she's so gone. it's kind of like remember you yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah 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 like someone moves out of New York I'm like remember so and so remember Liz like she lives in Paris now so Early on in my social media endeavor, because he had been in so like in all this social media stuff, he was like, "These are things that I think are low hanging fruit for posts," and it really stuck with me. So he was like, "Shirtless photos, photos with babies, you know, photos of you with an award if you get one." Yep, 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 so yep, sometimes yep. I'll post those as like a joke. Yep, like mm-hmm. I didn't get an award when I was in Melbourne, but I took someone's their version of it Oscar a, and right, said that I'd gotten right. one. People believed it. But people want to believe we're famous. Of course. Jen, but so she had this baby and I was holding it and I was like, God, I, babies love me. I love babies. I don't want one, but I do want you to have one. So I want to put it, it would, out there I mean, the thing from about... your podcast about wanting to have one. So I want a thank you for sponsoring Jen's baby. <gasps> like, send money for Jen's baby. Send money for Jen's baby. Go fund baby. me. Go, Go fund my baby. Go Listen, fund my baby. Here's the thing though. My child, uh-huh, it's, everybody already knows exactly what my child will like, you can picture it. You know yeah. what it's going to... I mean, yeah. it's just... It will literally be everything. It'll be a tool. It will either run the world or, like, live on the pole. Either way, I will accept it. On the pole? The dancer... Like, a stripper pole. Oh, okay. Which, either way, I'm like... Bravo. That's kind of running the world, though, by the way. It is running the world. I would just have to be there every night. Word. And I, mean, I would. I'd be I there every night. I love for you being, like, kind of, like, you know, Gypsy's mom. Do you think it's Mama a Rose. boy? I think that I feel trans. like my I honestly it's feel trans. like my baby is trans. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, identif- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it or just my baby identifies <laughs> as literally everything. But think because, about because there's no other do. way. There's it's literally a no other way. Pan human is that what that? However, is? Jen's <laughs> boyfriend, it it would be an interesting mix because I also feel like your your child would also have this other thing of like. Yeah. Being quiet, being, listening. Being, yeah, like a real supportive father. Yeah. Like an actual, <laughs> genuine, like, yeah. quiet, like, yeah. dad who's like... That's great. Let's go to the park. Yeah. How long right have now. you been with your boyfriend? Five years. Oh, it's long. Yeah. It is. It's the longest. You still like him. I do like him. Yeah. I do. And you yeah. live together. We live together. How is that? It's, you know... <laughs> well, I know from Touche that you like to keep an organized house. I'd love to keep an organized... No, I actually, like, him and I get along very well. And he came in. I mean, I said to him, I said, look it. When he was going to move in, I said, look it. I need, I absolutely require cleanliness. Tidiness. Tidiness. Right, right, right. Like, you could, I don't, like, I don't dust. I haven't mopped my floor ever. I think I swim for once a month. Do you know what I mean? Vacuuming is the same. I'm not going to vacuum. None of that. It's like, uh, it's clean. Like, that's me. But I, I literally, my brain is so active from the second I wake up to the second I go to bed, I need utter, order. Like, like, I need order. If there's, like, socks on the ground, I have to pick them up. I can't focus if I don't yeah. have order. Right. And that's just sort of, like, to be sort of the mess of an, 
the artist that I am, I need to have everything be in order so that I can feel safe to be a mess. Jimmy doesn't seem messy oh, to he's me not. at all, though. He's not. He seems... I mean, I also feel like I could be like, where's Jimmy? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I also feel like I wouldn't feel overwhelmed by his presence. Well, like, and do you have stuff, or do you, like, no. you keep it... Well, keep I, it oh, I just con-married. Right, 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 right. I just, I actually... I'm so excited I, about I this. I just come already because... <laughs> that you're going to do it? I don't know if I'm going to do okay. it, but I'm just excited to oh, hear it. I love listening about it's it. So he fascinating. loves to hear about it. It's he has so secretly a lot of stuff, weirdly, in his small space. I'm very, very, very uh-huh. organized. Uh-huh. But you got it all. But mm-hmm. I have box, like, uh, containers. Photos from forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I asked Trinkets. him recently, I was like, oh, I want to see Tess Reichlin do rubies because i i've never seen her do rubies and jewels and he goes oh well, i have the dvd of it and i was like a dvd of, of her doing it in like 1998 show. or something like a long ago test doing in 1998 that's was maybe like not true because that's i was 16 so maybe like isn't rubies like this crazy technical like what's well, like jazz so. balanchini yeah. piece yeah, yeah. it's it like all like it's like 2005 or something <laughs> okay that makes what i know sense. of that piece is just i feel like i picture just like things bouncing like up and down from the ceilings like i just picture <sighs> kind of bouncing <laughs> all wish. over the place yeah. i think you need to come in whenever they're like reimagining a ballet and you just say what I you imagine it is based on the name i yes i as you said rubies that, like, and so and are there just red <laughs> objects bouncing <laughs> up and down on bungee cords just like pinball pinball wait before I forget. And we then need we to were talk gonna, about KonMari. We're going to talk about okay, KonMari, okay, okay, but okay, I will okay, forget this if I don't. We're going to pin that. I'm going to just yes. go over here a second. And I was listening to you both talk to a gentleman. He was he's in the uh, ABT. Russell Jansen. Russell. And he, you guys were talking about a movie. I think it was it was pirouettes or whatever some term. Yes. And yes, you used the phrase staple it. Staple. You were talking about someone, and she's like, she stapled it. She stapled it. Stuck it. Nailed it. Nailed it. I, it was about a turn, <laughs> and I thought you said staple it. Like I wish I, I really staple it. And I thought to myself, I got the the image of just like when you do it, it like you know, like spotting it is what I thought you meant. Like oh. and it was just like, and I pictured a stapler yet again. I was gonna say, could one hole punch it? Like what other like thing? And I love like. And staple it and staple it. Jen, I like you just making everything up. <laughs> so I'm just like imagining what you think it is. There's two the things world. I have to say that about like a like a, a, a fastidious house and making things up is Jen and I are both Aquariuses. Uh huh. Big it's a, time. It's a very like I know what that is. Isn't that the one where things bounce up and down? Yeah. Like rubies? Yeah. Isn't that the thing? Because where things that's how go. I imagine it in my yeah. mind. Yeah. Right. And so, and but I think feeling... you guys approach and making those announcements in a different way because I feel like you're like I think it might be this, and Jack's like it is this. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. 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 You're, maybe. You might have a little more generosity in it. And or like, I might just I know be one is. year behind. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I might just be a year yeah, behind yeah. or something about it's it. All, That's it's, real, 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 real hot. But the thing that I but really that like... is my approach to dance. What but Jen, stapling it is it. I, okay, it. so here's... So here's <laughs> like, so we were talking... I remember we talked about Sarah Mearns doing Diamonds and how sure, she had really... Nailed it. I love that girl. That's what it should be. Sarah Mearns, that, that girl. That girl. That should be her bio. That, that girl. girl. Sarah Mearns, like, that girl with the cat cold shoes, I know. right? Like yeah, that should be her new one. Um, yeah. I think, she, you know, I don't know if she still has this, or she had it even up to a few years ago, her 
her email address was nycbstar2b at <gasps> whatever.com. That's oh, good for her. Good for her. Good for her. I mean, she... She has... What is that when you... When you think it, secret it, secret it, or no, secret it, and then it happens. Expect a check. You did the secret. (laughs) Is that is that what is that a phrase? Expect a check. Expect a check is in the secret. This woman talks about like when you about like money and like under earnest is that you're supposed to go. You are supposed to. think that like money is is coming to you it's like mm-hmm. it's on its way to you so when you mm-hmm. go to your mailbox mm-hmm. you should expect a check no you guys so, there's a term which is not secretive which is like actual language that's not actualization from... sure or girl i only know secret. fantasy i'm real midwest about it about the she self-help not envisioned it but it's something like that. oh conjured it like a witch no um, well anyways it doesn't matter i know what you're ta- i know what you're it. talking about which but is now, premeditated it but now her email address should be that girl. That girl. I, that girl. I think that girl at Gmail is probably taken, is my guess. Oh, yeah. But I want to. I <laughs> She's like, that girl, 4,625. Yeah, I'm, totally. I'm looking. Totally. I do want to, but I do want to get back to, wait, it was before Secret? that. It was secreting. Oh, stapling it, which I live for because I, knowing, knowing Reed's lexicon and my lexicon I'm sure we said nailed it, and so I really oh, yeah. love stapled it because I've neither of us have ever stapled. said that, and Russell wouldn't. It's the same. So thing. it's the of same course, thing. So I'm gonna. I like Staple the idea it. of stapling it and hole punching it. I also like, that also hurts. If someone yeah. does, if someone like kind of sloppily does it, I'm gonna say they taped it. Yeah. Or like if they yeah, do like t- if they do like a trinket it. nailed it, it's like they thumbtacked it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. Push pinned it. They push pinned it is really good. They push pinned it. They push pinned it in. They taped it. They like spit on it and stuck it to a wall. Right. I, Heather Lang, who I can't wait for you to meet, by the way. Oh. She we sticky were, tack. Remember that from dorm rooms where they wouldn't let you tape to the wall? You'd use sticky tack. Oh yeah, tack. you had to use sticky tack. Yeah, 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 they yeah. sticky tacked it. Um, there's, so we were on the, we were, we took a day trip to Fire Island. Reed had never been. So Heather drove us out. We got on the ferry. We went, Reed didn't see anything. We just stayed together and like swam and laughed and fell asleep. Um, but on the way back, we were talking about something and Heather goes, oh, that's real baggy. And I was like, what? And she goes, you know, it's not taught. It's not on point. You're baggy. You're just baggy. <laughs> and I was like, I fell out. I was like, baggy oh. is so good. When you see something, you're like, the baggy. The baggy is really good. Oh, it's a little baggy. A little baggy. You know, I've definitely seen some shows that are a little baggy. Um, All my auditions I come out of in the past year and a half have been baggy. I don't think that's true. And this is why. Probably not. Um, I think I come across this. I've baggy. seen almost every live performance you've done, <laughs> unless it's out of town and this past the past one off Broadway I missed yeah. it. Um, but uh, you are always you are always on point. You're very type A. I've mm-hmm. we've worked together. You're so incredible. And Thanks. well you are and 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 I the the dialogue around you is that as well. It's not it's not just my opinion because I love you and when we're like old family. You're, it's, I can't imagine you doing anything baggy. Well, go big Wait, or go home. I have a two-part question yeah. regarding auditions. Okay. Oof. Oof. Uh, Jen, particularly. Now, well, I don't audition anymore. I feel like you've done some outlandish auditions where you've made a yep. choice to be outlandish. Yes. Now, sure have. Does that choice happen before you go in or during it when something goes mm, awry? That's it's, very good. There, it depends. It, it absolutely depends. Sometimes, like, 
um, I will make a choice where I'm like, okay, I'm going to bring in props. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I mean, I yeah. auditioned for for like bloody, bloody Andrew Jackson with like Barbies and Cabbage Patch Kids and like a table. It was like, amazing. I just was I like, I'm, her, doing, I'm going all I remember her telling us about it. <laughs> like all the queens when she told us that about it. And we were all like, oh, like, hands on face. Wait, are all the people watching you like utterly entertained? And then they're like, you're not getting a call back. But thank you. <laughs> yeah, they're, they love it. They think this right. is great. But like. For some, but but they're like either that's not right or I think maybe it comes across as like that's like so like she's not collaborative or like people forget <laughs> that like I actually have a degree from Boston University and like right, I spent right. a year at like Lambda studying Shakespeare. But so like, they think you're just some like crazy some lady just off the street, crazy person right, off right, the street right, right, being right. loud, and it's like your job is to direct what I just did and like. Right. If you don't know how to tell me to pull it back, like that's not my problem. Or how to shape all of all of this that right. I can bring. And you like, told I've me just to bring you in something fun and right. modern, so I did. Right. Like I literally like read like what you're telling me to bring right. in, and I will do my interpretation. And of that. she does that. So, I just like so that is one that back, was premeditated. Yes. But then there's some that we have talked about where you make a choice in the moment. Oh yeah, and I and this was and I've done this at our or offer only the show that I do, I which is coming up. up. I have tickets already. Did you get you me did? one? Yeah, I bought tickets. I'll get you How many did you get? I bought two, but she's gonna give you an extra one. I'll bring I'll you, give you a ticket. Oh, I'll okay. get you a ticket. Okay, but you've been a performer, and you get free ones. Uh, no, but I should buy it because it, they, it's, get, it's they, they get they get but they get it's fine. It's okay. fine. <laughs> it's August twenty eighth at seven, and actors come and perform. Uh, they recreate and perform auditions they did not get, right. and I did. One where I made a choice in the moment was the Annie revival. I was called back. Um, oh, my God. Hansel Hannigan? Girl, you know, that's what I said. Is I that was rude? Like, mm. I was like, not yet, but, like, good thinking. Like, you are right down the path. So okay, my like doctor called me revival. 50 years old today. Cameron <laughs> Diaz played Mrs. Yeah, Hannigan. No, I can play and isn't Cameron no, Diaz, like, for, just around our age? Or she, She's older, but... She's a little okay. older, but, like, She's high, 65. High. <laughs> um, she's, she's, no, after the Bernadette Peters yes. role for yes. um, Lily Wonderful. St. Clair. Yeah, yeah. And um, I had a call back and it was like me and three girls. Who That was it. It was like down, it who was us four. I don't, I don't know. This is on Broadway. It's I'm for so Broadway. Yeah, the recent Easy revival. Street. With James Lapine. I've done this. And you've worked with James Lapine. Yes, my first show. I mean, he's the one who gave me my very first show. What show was that? Modern Orthodox. And that's the one you have all this, like, Award. you were celebrated for. I was celebrated for it. And he really fought to give me the part because it was three other celebrities. Right. And then they were looking for another celebrity. And they ended up going with me. And so I have no, like, who, the who man. Who are the celebrities? Um, Molly Ringwald, Jason Biggs, and Craig Bierko. Wow. So she was in that show. That was with. my yeah. first show. And I saw it on opening night. Yes, yeah, she did, girl. girl. There's such a cute picture of us. Oh, please post it up when this comes out. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> for the fans. But wait, so you went into Audition so for Annie. So I went into the callback. Because I know the story And to the tell whole us. thing was like, and I performed this at Offer Only already, so right. it's, it's out there, but it's fine. It can be recorded. James Lapine knows I, oh, he started my career in a mm-hmm. sense so I mean I started my career right. hello I did hello I like to own that yeah. like yeah. I'm I'm not a, yeah. a bower downer yeah. to people I thank them and then yeah. I thank them yeah but um <clears throat> but the whole thing is is that the whole thing was like just do you he came to silence that weekend he called my agents they told him exactly what to wear they're like we want something different we want this right like we want exactly just tell her to do exactly what she did exactly what she did I had a music session with the musical director it was like at the beginning to go through the song and I was like I'm just going to sing for you right now just so you know I can hit all these notes beautifully <laughs> and he was like great and I was like that's what I want to do right now and so I went he was like yes you have all those notes I'm like mm-hmm. he's like now do you and I did he's like don't change a thing just do all that do all that 
So the later that day I come in, I mean, I went to like a secondhand store. I had the, I mean, I was, it was to the T and I was like, okay, I know I'm just, the room is the biggest room I've ever seen in my life. What there are you wearing? What do you people. mean you went to a secondhand like, store? <clears throat> it was like a flowy sort of off the shoulder, like long, sort of that era of like after flapper yeah. era. Okay. Kind of, what was that? That, that would have been like the, six, the 40s. The 40s or the, 50s. It's, I think it's the 40s when it's, when it's happening. Not a gown, no, just like a dress. Like Peanut bash. Okay. Was it, just, was it long? Okay. Right here-ish, like I'm, I'm, I'm showing, I'm touching. She my, touched um, from her toe to her shin. So it was really so anyway. anyway. <laughs> so anyway, and I had my shoes. I had a little pump on, you know, a sensible uh-huh. pump, whatever. So I go in, and there are, I'm not exaggerating, forty people, forty people. I've never seen a Chelsea that I've never in my life seen. Like I do shows where there is not forty people in the right, audience. Right, like, this is crazy. Oh, 40 people to watch her. Behind the table. Oh, I thought there. you meant like 40 people auditioning. 40 no, no. people no, on it behind a table. Yes, behind yeah. a table making choices about whether I'm going to get it or not. So, a show table, with four actors in it. No, this is for Annie. Annie. Oh, I really got lost. It's you okay. did. It's okay. That's it's amazing. Okay. It's okay. okay it's okay. Good. There you go. We're back. We're back. It's, <laughs> as the table, it's like the summer's been weird, so our minds are like, you know. so much. Okay, but at the table. At the table were the two gentlemen who wrote Damn Annie. Like, they're like 85 years old. Okay. Not dead. With like candy in front of them. I mean, it was really, really the candy most. Candy for Annie. Candy for Annie. And I was just like, hello, hello. And so the second I go into it, doing the same thing uh-huh. with the sides uh-huh. that I was doing, right? Mm-hmm. Two lines in, James Lapine goes, stop, Jen, 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 just, just less. Just, just, just do less. And I went, okay. Like, I literally just like, like, that's fine. I'll do less. I did it again. He goes, Jen, just 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 sit there and say the line and i oh, and then i went makes me so oh, i went to hear this all over and again. see at the time i didn't know what was going on right. so i was like okay and so then i was just like well now i'm fucking like daddy psychotic. just spanked me in front of right. like in the store people, in front of right. everybody and so i just like did the lines and they're like okay move on to the song and i was like <gasps> yeah. what's going on i wanted to stop and in hindsight now today i would be like what's, what's going, going on, on? I'd be yep. like, what am I doing wrong? This is what, just so all of you know, this is what I was told. So our, if we're going to change, give me direction and I'll change. Thank you. But like, don't just, anyway. So oh my God. I go to do the song and this is getting to the point of a, a moment where I changed it, it, the audition and went oh big. Boy. So as the song's going, it's Easy Street. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Easy Street. Yeah. So I'm doing the song and in the middle of the song is a dance break. <laughs> and they wanted you to do y- what your version of a dance break was. So my version, you know, it's just like, you know, so it's that's the music. And so what is that? That's like, that's a, that's a knee and a kick and a knee and a kick. Right now, boom, leg and leg and turn and right. That's what that is. How long does this go on? It was... Well, maybe it was. What is that? It's sixteen bars. Sixteen bars. You only do sixteen bars. So like thirty seconds. No, it was it was long because it was half of Easy Street by this time. Okay. So it was whatever that music break when they dance was fucking in there. So I go and I'm like, fuck this, and I'm like, so I'm like in the dance break, I do like a like a knee and then a kick, my high heel. goes off my shoe and it smacks and this is a high ceiling room at Chelsea's. It no. smacks the top of the ceiling and then goes boom, boom. And so I saw the shoe and I just went oh. and I looked up. I did another turn. I kicked. I 
made my shoe, kicked the other shoe up and down, and then I went into a slow split. split. Yeah. And then, and then, in that slow split, when it was done, and I was at the end, as the end's happening, I just sat into a slow split, and then I rolled out of it this way. Onto the, I rolled onto your out back. Of, I rolled onto my back, so they got a vagina <sighs> shot. And you were singing while this was happening. No, I, I finished it. I finished it in the full split, and then the song was over, and then I rolled out of it and got up. And then and they like, said, shoes. thank you. And I, <laughs> shoes. I said, thank you. And to this day, I was walking out. I don't know why his name's slipping, uh, slipping my mind right now. But I looked everyone's everyone was just like this was like inappropriate and like wrong and like what's going on. People and are I so looked, unimaginative. And I looked at the at the at the um as I'm leaving all this room, I like left and I went, thank you. I looked and I caught eyes with the choreographer and he just goes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. What I just did was I yes. mouthed my eyes went up and I mouthed that was amazing. And yeah. he yeah. lived That's and I was like the thank you. Lived. and I sobbed. I sobbed for hours after oh, and I felt I so embarrassed. And so, like, ashamed of myself and so, like, too much and mm. too weird mm. and too different and out there and just, like, unhinged. Aww. You know, I felt, like, unhinged and I felt like I'm, I'm, I'm not an adult. You know, I just felt like a crazy child who was just told that, like, they couldn't dance in the, you know, like, they couldn't be ex- imaginative. And then I went, because I, thank God, I had silence that night, and I told everybody. And, and David Garrison was like, who was playing Hannibal Lecter. Silence the musical. musical. And David yeah. Garrison is a musical theater actor, yeah. so yes. you know. Yes, And so, and he says to me, he was like, that's how it, he was like, they literally changed it. Like, somewhere in the course of that day, they saw something they wanted, and then... And you Annie, came in. they saw an Annie they wanted and decided <laughs> oh. to build the entire show around, around a 10-year-old girl. Right. They like they they changed gears at some point and then you came in and they were trying to be like mm, be something we else. want this now. Right. But and instead so, of directing you, they just shut you, you down. They just shut me and down. Thing, and that's my whole thing. And the thing that's very different, I would say as as someone as myself as an actress who then has also spent a lot of time with dancers is something that you're told as an actor is bring it all. Like, we're all made to read this book called Audition by Michael Shirtliff. And in the book, he's like, you know, um, uh, Barbara Streisand got the part because she wore two different shoes to the audition. And that's what made her career. You have to read this stuff as a teenager. Mm. And then you're told by, like, all your teachers, be wild, be crazy. And then you show up. And then people are like, um... I wish that you looked really normal and didn't do very much. Yeah. And uh, I and you deal with these people who lack imagination and who are terrified by producers about money. Mm-hmm. And so therefore they're looking to do the middle of the road medium to the max. Mm-hmm. Now a dancer is told to shut up and turn out and be quiet and look right all the time. Mm-hmm. I go into auditions now with an idea of like how I personally will have the most fun. Because yeah. 99% of the time, I'm going in for comedy anyway. Mm-hmm. So if I'm having fun, there's something that's going to attract. Because so, right. people don't hate watching other people have a good time if it's like healthy. So it's like, if I'm having a good time, something will spark yep. there. And also, just personally, I will feel good about... A, I will have a moment where I get to act. Because it's all for free. Ain't nobody paying me. So I right. want to enjoy my time. Right. 
because I can't just go in, just keep knocking my head on walls, trying to think of what people want. I don't fit anyway. Like I don't fit anyway. So I'm just going to, and then when it fits in great. And when it doesn't, I just have to make sure I have a good time. And if it's like inappropriate or wrong, I mean, I'm an adult. I know what's like super crazy and fuck. Like I'm not a a nightmare, you know? And Again, you can, you can use Marty, the... I'm type A. I know what's appropriate. <laughs> right, you can right. use the time to like work on developing your own thing. I like, I think of auditions as performance art. And it, because that's so much about a lot of what I'm doing, right? I do offer only. I do yeah. Touche podcast, which is about being in the middle. Well, and there was the thing that you guys did for New YouTube. New York is dead. Mm-hmm. It's all about like not being able to. And the thing you guys artists. did for YouTube in the beginning. That was the, called the, the casting agent. The casting agent. Oh yeah, agents. meet the agents and meet, meet the, the casting director. I mean, yeah, it was it's so. It's all that. 85% of the time I go into an audition room, it's a, it's a lovely experience. Same. I have Same for the me. best time in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have to say most of the casting directors are my friends. Yeah. Most, not, 90% of people I go in for, I mean, they love, they have to, and they're like, please get this job. So I don't have to keep, you know, like find, trying to find in. this character. And they, they want, I mean, that's their job mm-hmm. is to give you a job. There are casting agents who I love. Like, I'll literally, like, I literally have gotten called in for things and thought, oh, I don't want to be on that. But it's that casting agent. Yeah. And so I'll go, girls like us get what we're going to get. Like, and we're going to get the part that no one else is going to get, which it's, and that's been my experience, my personal experience as well of going on casting where they're like, you're going to get it when it's, when it's right. Did I ever tell you how I auditioned for Eight Mile? I think we were friends by that point. And I auditioned to play Eminem's best friend in 8 Mile. Are you fucking serious? I'm fucking serious. And I, would... I should try and re- try and fully recall that if, Can when you, you do find an it offer and do it only offer again. Only? Yeah. It was insane. I had to be like, what up, B? That was the first thing I had to say. <laughs> and I remember getting this side. I was like 21 and I had to bring I had to bring a friend to do it with me. And I remember going in for 8 Mile and thinking, this is... Not gonna happen. No. Like I at twenty one was like, there is no way. Mm-hmm. Why am I going in for this? <laughs> it was that was a real. That is a good offer only. I'm gonna save that story please for find when that. I come please, in. Please, what up, please. B? What up, B? Um, please, please, please. I wish please, dance please. auditions were funnier. I mean, I'm sure some people oh, have funny stories, God. but there must. I feel like actors have amazing dance auditions. We have amazing, amazing. Yeah. It's just really the most those dance calls. I've only I I've only done like a couple. The only dance. I mean, do you and ever I've, go in? Because you work with Chris Catelli mm-hmm. a fair amount. Do you know who Chris is? A choreographer. Yes. He uh he choreographed and directed Silence the Musical. Right. That's how I met him. He's a Tony winner for the choreography in Newsies on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. He did War Paint. He's what else has he got on Broadway films. right now? So then, he just, but he, then now he he's did in films. that film that the brothers did. Um, uh, the Coen Brothers. He did that film with uh where Jenny they Tatum. were the the uh, tag oh, yeah, yeah, sequence, yeah. and he just finished doing uh Rumor. Williams, Rumor Wilson, Rumor Wilson's, I actually worked in the room with them for a day to figure out the choreography. I was playing Rumor. Rumor Wilson. Rumor Wilson, the girl. Who's Rumor Wilson? Rumor Wilson, am I right? You're not right. It's not Rumor Wilson. It's not Rumor Wilson. It is Rebel Wilson. Rebel, thank you, thank you. There you go. Sorry. I really, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's her and I. Jen was a stand-in to learn stand-in the choreo so for Rebels. Figure out for what a new movie for that Rebels oh, okay. that he's doing. Yeah, and then all the dancers got to be in the film, and of course I Not didn't. You were cut, ca- but well, I guess I guess I was cast. Was I, I guess I was cast already. Do you get paid to do that? I didn't that? get paid that day. That's interesting. Wow. I should what? have. I know. You have to I know. Get paid for that was that. a little the garbage world. That was actually a little like, like I was. I'm still a little like, why didn't. 
Where's my why money? Didn't send, why didn't someone send me 20 bucks in the mail? But whatever. I mean, I know for next time, though, because I do ask now when people mm-hmm. ask me to be in their things. I'm like, is there any compensation? Like, Always. what is there? And I've talked about this. We've talked about this on Touche. Yes, that, like, yeah. it's 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 just, it's important because when someone hands me for coming and being at their show or something, if it's not like a, you know, a, um, a charity event, of course. Mm-hmm. And if someone hands me $10 and it's like, thank you so much for your time. I wish it was more. I, I feel like a performer. I right. feel respected. And it tells me about that person. And I will always go back and do whatever that person needs. Mm. I don't care if you hand me a hundred bucks. If you hand me, if you hand me like, a, a, if you like, seriously, I've had someone hand me $5 once before and be like, I'm so sorry. And I knew I was like, this person doesn't <laughs> even have five. Like they're, they that don't sounds have $5. like downtown dance, quite frankly. It's downtown. That's pretty... It's very downtown. And yeah. I'm like, but I, I can't believe some of the shows that I've done where I'm like, I know what you're making at the, like, I know this right. venue and I know what the cut is and right. you can absolutely hand me a $10 bill. I mean, and it's, it's, you know, it, who's so generous. And I we don't say no this. to these shows anymore. We, Murray Hill. Murray Hill. I can't even I love tell that you. King. Murray Hill? Murray Hill is a mm. friend of Jen's and mine who is... It sounds like a neighborhood in Brooklyn. It is. Well, that's his drag queen that's king his name. That's his drag king oh. name. His drag king name is Murray Hill. Yeah, and he's Murray. It's just Murray. We just call him Murray. Oh. And, then Murray, and, and he's we, amazing. And Jen and I met Murray when we were... Wait, Murray children. Hill. Hill. Curry Hill. Dread. Murray Hill. Murray Hill was what you were talking about right, last right, week right, that's right, really right, gay right. now. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So mage. It's really... He's so mage. And, and I love Murray One of so the much. most positive... Murray's who really thing. helped Bridget come forward. Mm-hmm. Like, Murray kept, Bridget has a movie right now. Bridget has movies. Two. Two. Honey, mm-hmm. yes. Bridget has one that she Pancakes made and then one that and, she's in. Um, no, she has a TV show that she made and two movies she's in. Patty Cakes and... Fun mom dinner. Yeah. I want to see something. Well, we need to go see all of the things Bridget's doing because Bridget is amazing. I love Dream, her you so know, much. She says DDHL, dreams don't have deadlines. And right. I keep going back to that. How old I do feel. you think Bridget is? She's 45. Oh. Yeah. We've got time. She's clearing she's it. She's Martha Graham. She's been here 20 That's years. about how old Martha Graham was when she started nailing it. We yes. were just stapling By the way, you're really stapling you're it. psychically bringing it all in because we earlier talked about Martha Graham and how old she was when she started making it, as well as how much uh, our friends in Europe are paid to be artists. These versus here, where it's just. Where, you know, not only are the arts not particularly uh, loved and supported, but not even education. I mean, we've the, the percentile that a country as wealthy as America falls when it comes to education, we're in an incredibly low percentile. Mm-hmm. We're the lowest out of all first world countries when it comes we're to so education. It's so fucking stupid. It's really, well, and getting dumber with the, the less education we have. Oh it's really, it's real. We got to... Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I spent a semester in Lambda in London with mm. school. And um, I just remember this sort of just zeitgeist energy of artists just being treated as like, it's, it's just sort job. of like, whatever. Like, like what do you do? Right. Oh, I'm an actor. Uh-huh. Right. Like, <laughs> there's no like, have I seen you in anything? Or right. like, right. which is fine. I'm not like dogging that, but I'm just saying it just was like. I just felt like that sort of weird pressure that you don't even want, but somehow right. is like gets to you after you like graduate school that you're like, 
that's like that it's I feel isn't natural about being an artist. It's not. Yeah. Is it really natural to like function in capitalism like that? Right. in capitalism, right. like is it? I don't think it's actually natural. If we get down to it, it's like for me, it's like collaboration right. and like discovery and surprise and right. like getting an audience to like either like roar with laughter, be like. Or just like enjoy right. something, just enjoy something. Well, again, this goes though, to the lack of imagination as well. That I think that people really want cate- in in this country. They they feel safe in their categorical thought, whereas in other places, this idea of I wonder what's going to happen right. instead of I need to know. You know, like right. what is it? You know, I think that's what we're seeing so much. What are you saying, right? That I think here because it is like a capitalist country. What happens, like, the irony of, like, the art that gets made here is that, I mean, according to me, basically, it's kind of better because there's this sort of pressure behind it. Mm. Like, Mm. none of us have any money. We're all sort of, like, sad about it or whatever. And what ends up happening is that the art has more humor. It has Mm -hmm. more stress. Uh Whereas, like, stuff that gets made... A lot of stuff that gets made in Europe is just, like... We're privileged. We're treated like human beings, and we have all this time to be incredibly boring. And this how, is and this is true. How horrible. This is true. I would say in this in that, and certainly Reed and I have talked about this when it gets into this the more contemporary realms of dance or experimental theater abroad. Yeah. Uh, the the person who's really made it here obviously is Evo Van Hove, which mm-hmm. I remember because I was in New York when Evo started showing work in New York when like the. It's a while ago. Like 2001? Uh, it was 2000 when he did Streetcar Named Desire. And that was what really began. He'd already done more stately mansions before that. but And people hated it. They just couldn't believe it was happening. And, you know, 20 years later, three shows on Broadway, it's really mm-hmm. by choreographing the subtext is what that direction right. is. Which in the beginning I loved. And now that I know what it is, I, I don't feel as inclined. Um, but... When I think of the other work that I think Reed is talking about, that where you just have like, you know, all this time and all and money to your healthcare is covered, right. you can hang out and just talk with your friends about Deleuze or Lacan or some sort of theory and go into the studio and noodle around mm-hmm. and create work That's for interesting. I, for I've that. Never actually thought of it. Reed like and I that. can take you to those shows. <laughs> we, can, I never, we, can, we can take yeah, you, and you'll God. be, and you'll be like, "What am I doing here?" Oh, and the and the relate. the choreographer, or director will be like, "Well, I don't really care about you or what your experience is because I needed to make this." Great. And that it can. Well, that that's can, the tension and the humor to me. Well, like that's amazing. Well, well like I'm, you know the video of you watching the the show. Yes, that's yes, the good yes. show. <laughs> Right, right, exactly. I was going to say, so what would be good would be if these people who, who who you're talking about, the kind of like the dangers of, you know, too much money and time. So then what should happen is that Jen should have a training program for people to be like her in an audience. That's fantastic. Because then you would make the tension, Jen. What's going on? That would Someone be Someone rustles in their yeah. bag and I go, stop shopping. Yeah, exactly. Stop yeah. shopping. That's really good. You know, do you know this, I, I'm now I'm moving, uh-huh. but... um, Move on. You know the first time I ever saw like realized that dance was more than just like ballet and like ballroom and like Mm. men doing tap and getting all the attention over the women doing tap (laughs) or like the the men ballroom getting all the attention and the women just look pretty but they're not really doing anything um I was in London and I went to the Sadler's Wells Theater Mm. four times and saw Pina Bausch 
the the piece where they're fucking shoveling the dirt from the what's that piece right called? Right of Spring. You mean where there's already dirt on stage? Right they're of Spring. They're shoveling. Yeah, they're shoveling. There's a person like one dancer is just like shoveling dirt like off like the like the top and shoveling it down to the ground. I don't know. What is that piece? I don't know. I mean, right of Spring just it. It is on a ton of dirt and they dance really hard. It wasn't. No, it's not that oh. one. But huh. they were shoveling in and the you back. Went to see in it the back. Four times. Four times. Wow. Well, also like I, I um, you know, it was affordable. <laughs> So like our, it was like it was like maybe four pounds to go see. Wow. Our friend Rihanna Omara, times. who we talked about earlier in this podcast, is now in the company. I made her senior solo for Juilliard, right? Yeah. And she was in Rumble Ghost. Oh my god. She was the redhead in Rumble Ghost, and she's in Cafe Mueller at Pam. I really want to see it. I'm such. I'm gonna have so to go. Kina Bausch, that movement and dance to me, like yeah. I, I finally like got, or I felt like I was like, oh, okay, like this is dance. Yeah. Right. And then I and then it just opened everything up and then I felt like I understood everything else. I yeah. was like, Oh, like technique. Yeah. Oh, like you know, I've just felt like I understood then and I was like, Oh, you know, and I just really But she just like found a way into theater using dance. Yes. It Correct. is it is there's dance but it's theater. Sure. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. I thought dance was one thing and then oh, I saw Pina Bausch and I was like this is dance too. And, and then when I go back, right. of course they're technical. And also maybe because of my experience too, where I spent I mean, you years up where, doing like dance dance. I have, I've, I'll have to, we'll have this picture. I'll go find it and send it to you of me doing ballet in a kitty outfit. Like I did Perfect. ballet as a yeah. little child, but then right. that ended. Um, and then I didn't really do dance until right. Chris Catelli, like, Gave me the lead in silence, and well, it was like your number is a Fosse number, and I was losing my mind because I'm like I cannot do this Fosse, like which I is, cannot get it right. It won't happen in my body. And Deidre Goodwin, big time dancer, I pointed to the had mic. been in Fosse and Chicago both, correct? Chicago and like All and of everything. It. She's and amazing, she, and it was and she gave me the best piece of advice, and I was the first time I was a, a lead in anything, and it was a fucking musical. And I was on stage for 90 minutes. And this was at Fringe early, early, like years yeah, ago. Yeah. And she, t- 2004, yep. five. And she, and I was back, I was freaking out. I was like, I'm stressing. I'm like, I don't know. And it's like, I and can't you had to be in the front, like not following people. Definitely in the front. She was the lead. She was Clarice. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I, and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And she just was like, Jen. And she in the most loving, like, she's a love. Everyone who knows her, she's just like a love was like, you are the lead. And this show won't work if you don't own what you do. Like, we yeah. can't do it. We can't lift this show. And I learned more. That was the first time, and thank God I got that in 2005. That was the first time I learned that you have, you do not have a choice. You have to leave your shit at the door. You literally I also don't have, have to, a choice. But I also have to say for you, it's like you, you have flexibility. You're bendy. bendy. You have rhythm. You can pick up steps. Sure, sure, sure. And you are I, a dancer. And also with and with that, this is I'm sorry, I'm trying to get back to right. my initial question too, is that so then that was all great and silence was all great and Chris Gutelli like makes everyone be dance. So yeah, you're right. like a dancer. And in silence there was a dream ballet where these two dancers do this gorgeous, crazy, silly ballet. They do it like a they do it like a musical pa kind of off of the Oklahoma Dream Ballet. Uh-huh. Yes. It's like about that and they and so these two like amazing ballerinas come out and do these like crazy lifts and like splits and crazy stuff just one is playing silly. Hannibal Lecter and, and one's, one's playing uh-huh. Clarice so it's Darling. like the dream Hannibal Clarice 
but I was my dream Clarice's understudy. So when <laughs> the dancer was out, I actually did it. And it was girl. I mean, but it worked because it's also like, but I, I, also I could just do the entire say, thing. I could do it. I want to, and that crazy. was that when you guys were at PS mm-hmm. and I saw that performance. When I was at PS 122. When, when you were yes. the ballerina. It should have always been that. And Well, that's what, I mean, I wanted I to. I actually but agree because honey, she did it. Let me tell you I what. Did do it. Yeah, she had to like her. go up into a lift, and it was good. I, oh, you did it. <laughs> I'm bendy, and I can I can, you can pick up I steps. Can well, that's the thing I was gonna say. I feel like my answer to your question is kind of in regard to like the people who you see do the performance. Because at this point in New York, having seen like so much dance yes. performance, yeah. yes. trying to like figure out what it is. Like, is it theater? Is it dance? It yeah. doesn't really matter. It's like yeah. if the performance is really good, great, and if if the piece itself is good mm-hmm. and like it's made with like some integrity and like some sense of humor around mm-hmm. it or whatever, it's watchable. And that's all that really matters yeah. because like there's so much garbage, like even right. if, with like very, very high level dancers. Yeah. Right. And then there's like wonderful things with people who ba- barely ever danced. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. That's t- yeah. And I, I would count I those as some of my favorite dance shows and favorite dancers. Yeah. I, I would, I would, I would fully agree. But Jen, at this point in your like performance life in New yeah. York, and now yeah, you've seen all this like weird esoteric stuff or whatever, like, yeah, yeah. do you have a goal? Like, what kind? Hmm. Is there like a, is there like a pinnacle? Like, is there yes. something? Yeah, yeah. Like, is it a movie star actress? No, I would like to. Um, I would like to uh, write and star my own television show uh, that um, runs uh, at least three seasons. And on I like, like HBO. Yes, on a on a, uh, cable, on network. a cable network. Right. Mm-hmm. And I would like to then because, because I mean I would love to be on Broadway, but that will happen when I'm a star. What's your favorite? And then I would like to um, be in really great plays on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And then plays on Broadway. Plays. Or a I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm. I really feel strongly about my Annie. Get your gun. Because I you did it be when I was amazing. a senior, and that I have your like role. there's actually like really kind of amazing undertones in that show that I feel like I can find. And you were the much. star at Boston, Boston at Rosary High School. Oh, uh, oh, senior uh, high school, senior yeah, yeah, yeah. high school, high school, high, high school girl, high school. <laughs> no, musicals only happen junior and senior year in mm-hmm. high school, mm-hmm. and then silence the musical cut to oh, um, long so break. So that was it, right? But mm-hmm. I would love. Yeah, I would love that. And then also always doing like downtown, like weird, like I want to, I want to write, keep writing like weird shows and doing them like a... And we have examples, I would say like our queens at High Maintenance, the friends Mm -hmm. over there and Bridget. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, we'll see how Bridget's show goes. I hope it runs and runs. The the TV show she's using for... What's the TV show? It's for Amazon. Remember I auditioned for it. What is it? Her and um, um, Bob Goldthwaite, Goldthwaite? Goldthwait. You know, Bob. I want to call him Bob <laughs> Goldcat. Goldcat. Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat Goldthwait. It is. Yes, we and, did it. And, um, 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 what's his name? Sex and the City writer. Um, Girl. Michael Patrick King. Right, 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 right. Michael so Patrick the King is so major. I yeah, love yeah, yeah. him. He's fantastic. He's amazing. That was yeah. one of my favorite auditions I've ever had. Yeah. I really hope that I can be on the show. But what's the I also show wrote about? A sh- I also Her. wrote a sh- short film, and I would like to direct um films as well. Yep. Yep. Now, and do you feel like you would want to write, 
direct and star in it? Do you well, think Well, I I would like I mean does that. I would I like I guess to, they kind of do it high maintenance. I would, but he's yeah, not I in can, the scenes. It can it can be done. I mean, he's I only did, in I kind of did it in New York is dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Um uh I mean, that was more post and stuff and pre, but I I like producing a lot, a lot, a lot. Um yeah. And I'm looking for a way to get paid to do that through my stuff. And, I'm and is this show like kind of absurd or is it like going to be like a little bit more human? It's like Roseanne? Both. I like oh, both. Yeah. yeah, I live for a Roseanne. Like a Twin mm-hmm. Peaks Roseanne. I like Twin. weird. I like weird. But for me, like for me, weird, 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 like sustains. And then there gets to a point where I'm like, I need a, I need a why. Like if if the video's like two three minutes or something, mm. I love for me. I don't need, don't explain anything to me. I don't know anybody mm. tell me anything. Just show me like you know, just show me stripping the wood off a chair, and I will give you a funny three minutes, right? <laughs> but like I However, I get to a certain point where then I'm like I want to see some mostly darkness, <laughs> mostly some like human darkness. I relate mm. to like when it comes to drama, like comedy. I love I love comedy. And then when it comes to drama, I, I tend towards sort of the dark side. I taught, I, I subbed at NYU for the first time this year for right. um, performance class, for Neil Medlin's performance class. Did you love? I loved it. We love Neil Medlin. We love oh, Neil Medlin. He's fucking beyond. Get him on this fucking He's the person podcast. I was referring to when I was talking about how like performance can be good or bad regardless of like the oh, skill level of the dancer. Because like, he, I remember seeing him in a David Newman show oh, years so ago amazing. and being like, He's the best dancer I've ever seen. And then I was like, though he's, would you call him a dancer? I don't know. I, I, I mean, I would. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing him. I fell in love with him and Jack told me, I mean, I literally, it was when she, remember the the first piece we did at the new museum and we shared it with Neil and Jack was, it was you guys. And then Neil was after and you said, Oh, Jen, you're going to love him. And afterwards I came up to you and I sincerely said, I am in like, I'm, I'm absolutely in love love with with him. And he and and Jack was, but Jack knew me, and he's like, Jen, he's married with a kid, like. Oh right, and I was like, what? And I was kind of devastated because I was like, I I get it, the man I'm gonna marry. Isn't that insane? Can you imagine if Jen and Neil Mellon were together? They would be doing shows. They would. No, I kind of feel like there would be movies. Ada and Jimmy, Ada and Jimmy would be like the fuck. Wait, yeah, okay, I go back to what you were saying. Sort of thing. Wait, you were teaching. Um, she was teaching. Oh, teaching class. class. And then I, Matt and I taught at Ada, the American Academy. Wilkes. Matt Wilkes. Yeah, mm-hmm. we taught a web series class, a writing Perfect. class. We did eight classes. I wish I'd been your it student. It was really great and really fun. And then Ada just hired me to be uh, one of the teachers for their um, career prep courses great. this fall. Great. And I was like, and they were like, we already have the syllabus. And I was like, Great! Because <laughs> writing the syllabus was the whole, like, oh, You can part always send that to me, and I'll be Write like, it goes syllabus. like this. God damn it. I can, it's, it's a form. Yeah. I wrote a really fierce syllabus, so you would live for my I syllabus. I'd love to see it. I, I love, do you guys, this pot, this podcast is so unique, Pants. Like, there's no dance. Do you think it's, um, there's no dance. Wait, I want to hear what form? she has to say about no dance. Dance podcast. There's several. There's but several. I, but why would you listen? But I cannot imagine they're entertaining. Well, we're trying to make, we're certainly trying to have a podcast. The, the thing is, too, is that I really, I really love dance. I really love theater. I really love dance. I really love performance art. I really love the arts. I really mm. care about them. And I do not feel their niche. I do not feel they're only for these coast cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not feel, if anything, the older I've gotten, the more I've wanted to make more 
things considering more people. Back to that statement I made earlier of like, how many people is it for? And I, in watching what's happened in terms of, of dance be viewed as, especially contemporary dance, that's Mm -hmm. not ballet, be viewed as niche only for people who've, you know, read, who've read these certain books or who are interested in this kind of theory. I think it's important to have there be dialogue happening. Yeah for it and yeah. Reed knows more about dance than anyone I know that's not true but I do then I know no but I like the idea of the podcast where especially because in dance people are so careful about what they say publicly oh, about other dance mean, like you have no idea well, like I, worse oh, really? than like a gay actor who's trying to stay in the closet like people in like especially in the upper echelons of ballet that's why we love James Whiteside who you would love like you and James, but would I do. I like forever. to explore. Like, what are the boundaries of that? What, how critical can we be? Right. Because it's like, why are we not talking about any right. of this? Right. That's the thing right. too about your podcast is great. Is it's like it's something that stereotypically is unaccessible unless right. you are part of the like select few who like got into it when you were four and weren't taken out of it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like. Yeah. As long as you've been in it since you were four, you're part of the like knowing club, which was something that was interesting to me. Then when I went to London and went to Sadler's Wells oh, yeah. and was opened up to this way where I was like, dance is accessible. And like, I can have opinions and like yes. enjoy right. it and I can participate. Yeah. Like I can dance and I can right. learn. And like what you were saying, like I can perform in a way where I move and that is considered like, it's all dance. It's not just like, Eight, it's not just like the Nutcracker no, once a year. Queen, right. Right. It no. is not the Nutcracker yeah. once a year, honey. Something that you said on Touche. Which is why I love their podcast. Yeah. And I find it important Keep and necessary. listening, Jen. And just think of all the people that you are reaching that uh, that don't so. feel tens and tens. tens. Now we're at tens and tens. We were at, we were at ones and twos. We're getting and to dozens. And now we're at dozens. I think 200 people that might listen to our podcast. That's a lot. It's outstanding. That's fierce. That's fierce. But, Do you have anything that anything else you want to say? Well, I have to say I was, I was honored. I felt very validated that you both asked me, not as friends, but because your Mm. podcast is about dance and stuff. And (laughs) it kind of validated the movement that I have done publicly. And that makes me feel like a more well-rounded artist and being that dance and singing are sort of my, like, my sideshow gig. Like, if, (laughs) if you need it, I'll do it. But I felt validated and that was really nice to have that sort of past work sort of considered with people who... Oh, Queen, you are a star. You are more important than like feeling validated about your skill. It's just that we love you. Truly. Your sweet love. That's true. I love you both. (sighs) When I woke up this morning, my alarm went off and I fell straight back to sleep. (laughs) And I had a dream where Jen Harris woke me up and she was in my bed and Jack Ferver was sitting also in my bed and Jeremy and Jack was fiddling with the window and it was driving me crazy. <laughs> and Jen looked amazing. Really? Yes. And I, cause I haven't seen you uh, in a while and I just thought, oh, Jen, I'm so glad you're in my bed. I'm so tired. And you were like, we're going to record now. <laughs> what? We're going to record That is now. so fierce. And so it was one of those like waking dreams where you're like, this might actually be happening. So I thought, I hope we're recording 